We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's October 9th, it is 2023. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball, a little bit of football, Monday Night Football. We got a two-game baseball slate. Riding solo, just going to give some thoughts here on these three games. Pretty short podcast today here for Monday. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Hopefully the NFL streets treated you nice it was a good week for me um can't really complain had you know a couple top 10 teams in tournaments so it was all over it and um just needed like one more touchdown on both of those teams uh the tyler boyd touchdown that got called back um cost me a bunch of money but it's okay because profit is profit very happy about that and uh we get to talk monday night football this game not too bad here um Overall, you know, looking at some of the games that we've had on showdown slates this year, you know, this game, Packers, Raiders, 45 and a half total. And the Raiders, a one and a half point favorite here at home against Green Bay. Jimmy Garoppolo practicing full on Friday. He's good to go. He's back from concussion protocol. Uh, Aaron Jones banged up hamstring injury still questionable for this game him and Devonte adams the news that we're watching here Devonte adams is the big news um he did practice a little bit this week with the shoulder injury so i would be shocked if Devonte adams does not play in this game i think he plays um i think aaron jones is gonna be still pretty limited you know so we'll talk about that here i guess we'll start off talking about that because we're gonna start with the Green Bay side, true morning grind fashion here, um, starting with the away or the visiting team. So looking at Green Bay, obviously Aaron Jones is a huge question mark. If he were to sit in this game or get ruled out, um, Dylan would be – I mean, he just seems – 
underpriced, but his production has been awful. I think most people will be looking at the Green Bay passing attack here. I mean, I'm kind of with them, you know, looking at this matchup. Vegas is a team that is very, very beatable through the air. You know, they're 28th in DVOA against the pass. I think this is a spot we see Jordan Love have a really strong game. You know, he has put up at least 19 fantasy points in every game this season. And last game against Detroit, he looked awful. A couple interceptions, just kind of struggled there. But I think this is a much better matchup for him. I think this is a fantastic bounce back spot overall. We saw Watson return last week, week four, and he ran routes on 44% of dropbacks. Um, You know, Musgrave was out for that game or got knocked out in that game. So it was a little interesting, you know, what they did after he was ruled out. And he's expected to play this game for what it's worth. So it's not like, hey, we're looking to try to find some value here. Romeo Dobbs had a huge game last week, was targeted a bunch, 13 targets, nine catches. That's two weeks in a row, um, Dobbs. And honestly, three of his four games this season have been really strong. So I think in the passing game, I think Watson plays more this week, gets more um, more snaps and definitely gets more targets. You know, the hamstring injury practice this week. I think that with no injury, he's not even on the injury report this week. So I feel like this is a spot where we see Watson play more. I think Musgrave is interesting at his price point. Um, Carlson potentially interesting at kicker here against Vegas, but I really want to attack the passing attack. So looking at Love, Dobbs, Watson, Reed, Musgrave. After that, I don't really think there is much down here as far as like just full on punts. I would say maybe Tory at fourteen hundred on DraftKings would be a punt play. Um, and I mean, as far as like the running back situation goes, Green Bay running back situation has been atrocious this season. They have been really struggling to get the run going. If Aaron Jones were to sit, I mean, obviously that's where we would potentially look at maybe like Wilson. He could potentially get some work. I think Aaron Aaron Jones has to be out and we kind of see if like it's Taylor or Wilson that is expected to get the work here. Um, Wicks did not see the field a lot last week with the return of Watson. So, you know, that's it's definitely something to note. He only had one one target last week. And he only I mean, he still he still ran a good amount of routes. But one target is definitely concerning. Um, I, I mean, a, another punt play, though, at $200 on DraftKings. He's actually the punt I think I'd play looking at um, the numbers here. I think it'd be him from Green Bay. He'd be my punt. Uh, just a quick summary here on the Green Bay side. Really like Love. Um, really like Dobbs. I think Watson gets more involved this week. I don't mind Musgrave. He's cheap. 
Um, and then just kind of going to see how the running back situation kind of falls here. As far as Vegas is concerned in this game, you know, Green Bay's defense has been middle of the road defense. They've really struggled against the run. I could see Josh Jacobs get it going here. We saw him have uh, 11 targets last week. You know, it was just one of those games without Garoppolo that, I mean, it's, it's really tough to just look at last week for this team just in general. But if we look at, you know, the overall season for the Raiders this year, Jacobs is still the guy. He's the guy that we're, you know, kind of projecting to get 70% of the snaps most games. So I have no problems here with Jacobs. I think he would probably be the only running back I'd play. I mean, they use White a little bit, but not enough for me to, like, he's not like the a punt price. So I, I think this is a great spot for Jacobs. I really like Adams if he plays. Um, obviously, like, he's just a target master and or target hog and has an incredible amount of upside just in general in this spot. So um, if, if Adams plays... He's one of the top, if not the top play in the slate. Really like Jacoby Myers um, in this game as well. You know, we saw him with Garoppolo look really good with Garoppolo. So 22 targets in the two games that he's played with Garoppolo. I feel like with Garoppolo back in this game, he's the guy that we're kind of looking at here. Large field tournament stuff. I mean, you could take some shots on Austin Hooper. He's really cheap. Um I feel like there's not a ton of upside, but I mean, I mean, a tight end can fall into a touchdown all the time. So I think um, Hooper is okay. Renfro, he's just not really involved in the offense as much um, this season. So I, I really, you know, kind of looking at it overall, I really like Adams a lot. I really like Jacobs a lot. I like Myers quite a bit here. I feel like you could take some shots on Austin Hooper. I just don't expect him to get a ton of targets. You just you're playing him because he's cheap and you're just kind of hoping he scores a touchdown. But overall, I feel like this is a really fun showdown slate. Um my my favorite captains, if Adams plays, definitely gonna be Adams. Um I'll have some captain Dobbs. I might even have a couple Captain Watson teams. I don't know how many teams I'll build yet, um, but yeah, it's a fun, fun little, fun little Monday night showdown slate. Should be a lot of, um, should be some scoring in this game. Like I think that this game has the potential to go over. I think it's forty-five and a half. So I think this game has some potential to go over. When we do these showdown slates, I like to give out um, some pick 'em plays. I really. So I wanted Jacobs like more on his rushing yards. Um, it's kind of right where I, I feel like it should be. I feel like if anything, if you think Aaron Jones is going to be limited in this game a little bit, you could potentially take his less than receiving yards in this game. I don't mind Dobbs's over receiving yards. I, I feel like we're going to have to kind of wait for tomorrow to see what they do with some of the projections for the Raiders, depending on if Adams plays or not. So 
I mean, overall, should be a really solid game. I don't mind um, Jordan Love's passing passing projection either. I think that he has a good chance in this game to get more than 234 and a half um, passing yards. So we'll roll with that. We'll go Jordan Love more than 234 and a half passing yards and Josh Jacobs more than 72 and a half. I mean, that number is really good. I feel like that number is really, really, really solid. Yeah, I'm going to go in. See, the problem is, like, we can't. There's not a lot of Vegas players up for projection wise so it's really tough right now so i think we'll have to wait if i find a vegas um player that i like i i, I like i'm gonna go love more than 234 and a half and dobbs more than 47 and a half uh, i just need to find on the pick'em sites i need to find one vegas player to pair with that going over to baseball Game two over here for Philadelphia at Atlanta and Arizona at LA. Uh, quick recap Philly beat Atlanta on Saturday, three nothing. Strider, I mean, he pitched really solid. He just, you know, one, one run that he gave up. Um, and as far as like the Philly pitchers, Ranger Suarez, they went to the bullpen super fast against Atlanta and they kind of played matchups with you know, one pitcher printing down the stretch and it really worked out for them. You know, they got 50 pitches out of Suarez. He pitched well. The Braves bats were kind of ice cold. And um, yeah, Philly was able to take game one in Atlanta. And then on the other game, the Arizona at LA, just Clayton Kershaw got absolutely rocked in this game. Um, six earned runs, six hits allowed. Didn't even make it out of the first inning. Really kind of hurt the bullpen a little bit. Um, luckily, they had a day off from Saturday till today, Monday's game. So uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. Let's talk uh, Philadelphia at Atlanta first here. Zach Wheeler, Max Freed facing off against each other. Eight total in this game. Braves, a 160 favorite. Um, we'll talk Zach Wheeler first. If Zach Wheeler pitches well in this game i could see him having a good game there's nothing comfortable about any of these pitchers they're all kind of priced right around each other outside of bobby miller who's really cheap for um the dodgers so you're just i mean kind of figuring out which two you feel like has the most strikeout upside i think all four of these pitchers give up some runs um so just looking at like pure strikeout upside i think wheeler Definitely someone we have to consider in this spot. You know, 27% K rate on the season. His swinging strike rate, 13.5%. So definitely interested a little bit here. I mean, I think Atlanta bounces back in this game. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. Wheeler has averaged 22 fantasy points. He's 2-0 in three starts against the Braves. Um, and again, like if, Z if Zach Wheeler is on in this game, this team's going to be really tough to beat if Zach Wheeler's pitching well. So 
I, I think Wheeler is super interesting. I think obviously the Braves bats are going to be very interesting because Atlanta's bats have just been absolutely on fire all season. So other side of this game, Max Freed going up against the Phillies. The Phillies, you know, they can get some good right-handed hitters in this lineup, which is a little concerning in this spot for Freed. But, I mean, Max Freed is a guy that doesn't typically have a huge strikeout ceiling. He just goes out and typically throws five to seven really strong innings, generating ground balls. He has been generating generating more strikeouts here recently, at least six, six strikeouts in five of his last six starts, including a start against Philadelphia in Philadelphia right before the regular season kind of finished off. So, I mean, again, I think Freed has a good opportunity in this spot. Um, hopefully he can limit the damage. I think he's playable. I don't think he has a strikeout ceiling as like Zach Gallen and Wheeler, but I think Max Fried has the ability to throw like six or seven solid innings here. And I think solid innings, um, it just, it matters enough on this slate. So it's two game slate. We're going to play pitchers. We're going to play hitters against our pitchers in our lineups. Um, it's just, I mean, it's a two game baseball slate. Uh, looking at the bats here for Philadelphia, you know, obviously Alec Bohm has been fantastic against left-handed pitching this season. Nick Cassianos has been fantastic against left-handed pitching this season. So very interested. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In both of those guys, um, Freedy struggled a little bit with command with lefties. I mean, in large field tournament stuff, you want to take some shots on like Schwarber and Harper. I don't hate it. I definitely prefer the right-handed hitters in this lineup against Freed. He, he gives up a lot more hard contact to righties than he does lefties. So it's kind of what we're what we're looking at is just trying to find some upside, and I think the upside is potentially in some of the righties. But I mean, the lefties are going to be lower owned, and if we, you know get freed out in the fifth or sixth inning you know maybe you get two at bats against the bullpen with these lefties the atlanta side i mean again like zach wheeler's weakness is left-handed bats so like matt olson michael harris ozzy albies all hitters that i'm interested in but i mean i'm always interested in ronald acuna austin riley um, marcelo zuna has had 
an incredible, you know, finish to the season after just an absolutely slow start. So, I mean, he who had Ozuna finishing with four, 40 home runs and 100 RBIs this year? I know I didn't. Um, so, I mean, pricing, obviously, Olsen, Acuna, Turner, Harper, Albies, they're all expensive. But I, I think, like, upside-wise, they're all, you know, up towards the top as far as upside for a two-game slate. Arizona at LA taking on the Dodgers again. What a huge start to the series for Arizona getting game one here in LA. Both road teams, Philly and Arizona. Eight total in this one. Dodgers a 160 favorite. We got Gallon and Bobby Miller facing off against each other. Um, Zach Gallon. I mean, this is a, a tough lineup. Anytime you're facing the Dodgers throughout this season, or I feel like for the last few years, you know. Anytime you get this Dodgers lineup, it's just it's really tough. Top to bottom, Betts, Freeman, Smith, Muncie, JD is definitely one of the best top fives in the league. So it, there's not a ton of upside typically, but I mean it is a playoff start. So I don't mind looking for Gallon in, in tournaments here, just because like we have to play two of these guys. So I'm gonna potentially take a shot on a guy that could could pitch good against the bottom half of this lineup. And, you know, if just stuff falls his way with the top half, th this is a beatable lineup, even though it's an extremely good lineup. So don't mind gallon. And then Miller, I mean, the Arizona Dimebacks, one of the hottest offenses in baseball right now. So I'm a little concerned about Bobby Miller. You know, his stuff has been absolutely fantastic. We talked about him a lot down the stretch, um, just pitching phenomenally. And we knew that they were going to need Bobby Miller to pitch well um, down the stretch. So little concerned about the matchup, obviously, against Diamondbacks. But I also think that, like, if you're wanting to stack the Braves or, you know, something along those lines, you're going to need a little bit of value. And, and Miller is someone that's capable of, like, six or seven strikeouts. You're just hoping that, you know, he doesn't give up six runs in the first inning like Kershaw. So... Tough matchup. The Diamondbacks, we've talked about them all year. They're a very underrated offense. Um, so, yeah, tough matchup. As far as the Arizona bats go, I mean, Carroll is not really splitzy. So, I'll, I'll you know, I'll platoon with some – with or Miller isn't really splitzy. So, I, I would, you know, obviously take some shots here on Carroll. Um, Alec Thomas is someone – when you're looking for a little bit of value, he's 2,900, so I don't hate that. Um, if Marino catches, he's 3,100 if you want a cheap catcher. Fam has been hitting the ball really well. Um, Gary L has been better against right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching this season. I think this stack is very playable. Just more... Thinking about how Kershaw got knocked out so early in that game they had to use the bullpen so much so if if they can get to miller here quick in this game even with a day off that bullpen had to throw a lot of innings the other day with um kershaw getting rocked in the first so i like the arizona bats in this spot i think they're very cheap overall um outside of carroll so i think this is a good spot to attack them Lineup construction for me, I on two game baseball slates will typically go like a three three two um but I don't hate like a 4-4 either. 
Dodgers bad. Zach Gallen is a extremely good pitcher. His his slight weakness is left-handed hitters. Um, he does give up a little bit more fly balls to righties. So, I mean, that's something to note when you're looking at it. But, I mean, overall, Mookie, Freeman, Muncie, JD at the top. I don't know how much I get to Will Smith here. I, I think Will Smith's going to be really low-owned overall just because, I mean, most of the catchers on the slate are really cheap and he's so expensive. So, it could be one of those spots that you pay up to get different i mean overall for the dodgers this like middle middle back end of the stack is really juicy just because of pricing so looking at like a muncie jd hayward outman type of stack where you know you're still getting two or three of these guys in this price range that are nice and a little bit of upside with the bats and so I think overall, you know, like a Muncie, Muncie's, I like Muncie's price a lot. So like a Muncie, Outman, Hayward or Peralta, whoever cracks the lineup in a better lineup spot. I think Hayward has a little bit more upside than Peralta. So I think that kind of like three man um, price wise makes a lot of sense on this slate. So yeah, should be, I mean, should be two really good baseball games. You know, we're we're at that time now where these baseball games are just going to be absolutely fantastic in the divisional series here. And, I mean, definitely going to enjoy watching these games. When we come back tomorrow um, for the podcast, we have the Astros and Twins and um, Texas two games up on Baltimore. So we'll talk about that on the podcast tomorrow. It'll be another short podcast just overall um, this week with no basketball yet. Podcasts are going to be somewhat smaller until we get towards the end of the week with some football. Um, We'll definitely do some Thursday night football and um, the main slate football slate with uh, Eister on Friday again. So, should be a fun week of baseball. Can't wait to see how uh, these games kind of play out. And I mean, I think we're going to do, yeah, I think I've scheduled for tomorrow too. I think we have some um, NHL talk on top of baseball talk tomorrow. So we'll talk some hockey. I can't remember if it's like opening night for hockey or something. Um, but I remember when I was scheduling, when I was scheduling the podcast, I think um, I think it's opening night or close to opening night. Um, yeah, so tomorrow is opening night for NHL regular season. There's three games. So we'll talk the three hockey games on the podcast on Tuesday and uh, the two baseball games. So hope everyone has a fantastic Monday back tomorrow talking some hockey and some baseball have a great one we'll see you again tomorrow